Well, hello, folks. Welcome to the Solid Love 89 podcast once again. We're so glad to be here. Yes, welcome, uh, welcome. Yeah, yeah. I'm Alan Kasaka. I'm Mary Kasaka. And we're here back again on our fifth Solid Love 89 podcast. Last time we talked about, or we ex- actually expanded on, the roles of the husband and the wife. Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed that. If you have any questions, please forward them uh, to us. Uh, this podcast today, we're going to talk about the majesty and mystery of, ma- mm. of marriage. The majesty and the mystery yeah. of marriage. And we want to, to communicate, um, hopefully, uh, this wonderful beauty about marriage that God has set up in Christ that is something so wonderful to aspire to. Mm-hmm. That marriage is so amazing yeah. when you think about its design mm-hmm. and what God has intended. And so God has set, it, set the bar for it, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is something we want to hopefully communicate this time to you all. But where we want to start, first of all, is to talk about why we have so much disruption in marriage Mm, mm -hmm. today, right? Over 50% of the marriages end up in divorce. And we see that even in the church, which is amazing, which is just amazing. Mm. And so the state of marriage is in dysfunction uh, in the most part. And so we want to talk about what what is the source of that? Mm -hmm. What is the root of our marriage problems today? Right. What's the source of this dysfunction in marriage? Yeah, and the other 50% are not always all that healthy either. That is true. Just because you stay together doesn't mean um, that you're aiming high. (laughs) (laughs) That is the truth. That is the truth. So a small percentage of that 50%, that, Mm. yeah, you're right, you're right. But the root of this problem actually is revealed to us in Scripture. And we have to go to Genesis 3. We have to go back to the fall to get an idea of where this all started, right? this whole problem started. Where it all went south. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. So if we go to Genesis 3, and uh, most of you that have Bibles will see that it's titled The Fall of Man, and really it's in the fall that we get um, exactly all the details as to why we have breakdown in relationships. And... First of all, we, we're not going to really parse everything in there, but we want to just talk about the highlights. And we we know that the serpent, um, Satan himself, came mm-hmm. and he tempted the woman, right? Yeah. And uh, and so he he comes to her and he says, did God really say, this is in verse 1 of chapter mm-hmm. 3, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden, so right. right, right away, right. You see this, this uh, questioning of what God had told Adam and Eve. He had gave them explicit instructions, right? Yeah, and and then he lies. Yeah, because God didn't say you can't eat from any tree. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He didn't say we can eat from any tree. He he, he told them to to not eat from a specific specific tree. Right. All the rest, just fine. And then it goes on to say, verse 2, the woman said to the serpent, we may eat from the fruit 
We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that's in the middle of the garden and you must not touch it. Now, she added something yeah. there, right? Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> God did not say that you can't they, touch, they it. Can touch it. He no. said you must not eat of it. Right. Um, and then she says, or you will die. Now, it's interesting what the serpent then says next. You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, mm -hmm. knowing good and evil. Mm -hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. So right in here, he's sowing seeds of doubt mm -hmm. about the veracity and the trustworthiness of what God had told them. Right. That God was holding something back. He right. was holding back on them to true fulfillment, mm -hmm. full understanding of what knowledge of, of good and evil is all about, right? Right. And, and the interesting part in the phrase that I think we should focus on is that you will be like God. Right, right. Wow, you will be like God. And isn't that the problem today? Yeah, everybody wants to be their own God, determine yeah. what's good, what's evil. I'm, I'm, I'm calling the shots, not God. That's the mindset. And then also knowing good and evil, that they would be the determinant yeah. right? mm -hmm. mm -hmm. of, of their own idea what good and evil is about. Right. What actually righteousness or good and evil is about, that they would be the determinant now. Isn't that reflective of today? <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Yes, yes. You know, your truth is your truth, and oh, my yeah. truth is my truth. And that's truth? Yeah. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> Sorry, just poking holes in all the, th the uh, philosophies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so she eats it. We know the story, right? Mm -hmm. um, and guess what? She gave some to her husband. Yeah. And what was he doing? He was standing right there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. He's he's right there. Uh-huh. Right? And and what what should he have done? Oh, intervened. He should have stepped in and he said, have, right? Yeah. He said, Eve, Eve, don't no, no, no. This is what God said. Right. Right? Yeah. And because the directives were given to him right. before God created her. Yeah. And him being an obtuse male, what did he do? He uh, just He took it. He just <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Well, yeah, no, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> says, oh, well, I'll do, do. okay, I'll take it. Okay, okay, Eve, okay, you like it. Okay, I'll Whatever take it. you say. Yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. Whatever you say. <laughs> yes, dear. And, and as a result of that, what happened? What happened was there was some consequences. Yes. You know, God had given them explicit instructions about this. It was a test of loyalty because, you know, here he had, he had made man a moral creature. And he made man a creature that could make decisions, had volition. Mm -hmm. And and he was a test of trust and failed it oh. right at the get-go. Oh, yeah. Right at the get-go. And what we know is that all of a sudden, they were aware of their nakedness. Mm -hmm. Now, people want, you know, make fun of that, mm -hmm. right? They make fun of that. But I think this is where guilt started. Right. Right? 
They were all of a sudden, um, moral depravity had entered into their space. They had become corrupted. And so now here they are, and they're feeling guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then all of a sudden, we get into a blame game. Yeah. Right? Class- classic. Classic blame game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and so God comes along, and, you know, of course, guess who he talks, he calls yeah. out for, right? Adam, yeah. He doesn't call for Eve. No. He calls out for Adam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says, where are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Playing hide and seek. Playing hide and seek. <laughs> and Adam answered, I heard you, were, you in the garden and I was afraid. I was afraid. So fear mm-hmm. enters the relationship. Right. I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And he said, who told you you were naked? Mm-hmm. Who told you? Where did that come from? And then he says, have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat? And what's the man's response? <laughs> that woman that I didn't even ask for. <laughs> the man said, the woman you put here with me. Okay, now, who's he blaming, right? Absolutely, he's blaming God. He's blaming God. Very clear. The woman you put here mm-hmm. with me. Right. She gave me some of the, some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. Yeah, so it's not blaming, my fault. He's blaming God and her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the victim. I'm here. the victim here. Yeah, poor Adam. Right? Poor Adam. Right. <laughs> then the Lord God said to the woman, "What is this you have done?" The woman now says, <laughs> "Oh my goodness!" More blaming. More blaming. Right. Mm-hmm. She says, "The serpent." deceived me and I ate. Oh, it's the devil's fault. Right. right. The devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. So you see the breakdown here, mm-hmm. right? Pretty rapid. It's pretty, pretty, pretty rapid. You know, Adam doesn't take responsibility. Mm-hmm. He could have stepped in and says, God, you know what? I fouled up. Mm-hmm. I should have stepped in. Yes, ate, ate, ate the fruit. And yes, I took some, but no, he blames her and he blames God. Right. And then the woman doesn't take responsibility either. No. She blames the serpent. So this this kind of game has been going on since then. Yes. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. We don't take responsibility for our own wrongdoing. Um, men abdicate their responsibility for taking, uh, for being part of the problem. And likewise... The women too. So, mm-hmm. so here you have the classic case of this breakdown. Right. Yeah. And then we go into the consequences. Consequences, of course, to the serpent. Um, and th- and then we we're not going to go into the theological parsing of that, but but this I- idea of crawling on the ground is an abasement. Mm-hmm. That it's it's a it's a actually a d uh, you know. Just a bringing down right. of this creature, of this person, and uh, and then he puts enmity between her and the offspring of of this of between the serpent, the serpent, mm-hmm. right? Exactly, the offspring yeah. of her, her, which is pointing to Christ, really, right. mm-hmm. the seed of the woman, and uh, he will crush your head. This is speaking of Christ, and you will strike his heel. Um, 
And then, of course, the consequences to the woman was this idea of childbirth, that it was meant to not involve pain. It was supposed to be something that was just pain-free and and rather, you know, easy to do, but now it's going to have this this issue of pain. But then there's an interesting part to this, is Mm. that it says, your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. That is really important to take note of. This is part of the consequence. Um, The desire of the woman will be for her husband. What do you understand that to be, Mary? Well, I think it indicates a desire to have his position, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, to have um, what he has in terms of um, headship, leadership, mm-hmm. leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we see. I mean, we see that in the culture wars, in terms of the the gender wars and all that. Oh, we see that yeah. in marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he will rule over you. What was his role? Was he meant to rule over her? No. Initially, no. no. He was meant to just lead. He was meant to lead, right? And the, that she would be. His helpmate, his mm-hmm. equal partner, yes, a very necessary component, yeah, in his life, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. But this this idea of he will rule is this top down kind of idea, mm-hmm. um, which was not the way it was supposed to be in the beginning. And what have we seen in cultures since? Oh my goodness, the beginning is, oh, yeah. is exactly that. Oh, absolutely, right. Yeah. And we and it's gone into abuse and all Mm -hmm. kinds of problems, Mm -hmm. okay? And then, of course, Adam, his consequence was because he listened to his wife. um, He said, cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat of it all the days of your life. Right. So in terms of productivity, in terms of um, his work, it was going to be toil for the rest of his days, and that's what we see. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just not easy. Right. to eke out a living anymore. And that's not the way it was supposed to be from right. the beginning. So so we see these consequences, and these consequences speak into how we see relationships today. Mm-hmm. We come into the world, we are broken, mm-hmm. and we're sinners. That's right. what the Bible says. But guess what? There's good news. Yes, the seed of the woman. The, the seed <laughs> of the woman. Guess what? He's going to come, and he's going to go on a cross, and he's, he's going to pay... He's actually going to um, go to the cross on our behalf so that the wrath that we were supposed to obtain, the wrath that we deserved, he takes upon himself. And then we get the righteousness of himself. The righteousness of Christ is yeah. imputed to us. Mm-hmm. And guess what? We are then enabled to live out the lives that we're called to live in marriage mm-hmm. through Christ. And so the good news is that now the potential for a union that honors God in Christ is possible. Right. right. Because what Adam failed to do, mm-hmm. Christ actually accomplished right. fully. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he's sometimes called the second Adam. You know, now in for those of for those of us who believe in him, for those of us who have put our trust in Christ, the Bible says in Second Corinthians 5.17 that we are new creatures in him, mm-hmm. that he's given us a new nature, and he's enabled us by his spirit to live out the kind of union that God 
as intended. And this is part of the majesty mm-hmm. of marriage. Yeah. This is the majesty of marriage. That what was lost in the garden mm-hmm. is now restored. Yeah. That's so oh, amazing. Yeah. That oh, is yeah. just mm-hmm. so, so amazing. And then there's another aspect about this majesty. Is that the two become one. Right. That, that's what God intended in the mm-hmm. beginning. That the two become one. Paul says it's a mystery. Right. Right? But this union reflects the union between Christ and the church. So this is something divine enabled. This is something that we don't do in our own strength. This is something that actually is accomplished in Christ Mm -hmm. and through God's strength and power. And it's possible to achieve it. Amen. In spite of what we see today, in spite Mm -hmm. of all the breakdown. And the dysfunction. The dysfunction and Mm -hmm. all that. To, we're able to accomplish this this wonderful picture that God has designed, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and if we can pause right now, Mary has a little story, and this is, has to do with with this idea of the dynamic of headship, right? And of the husband, you know, in terms of this role, his role. And 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 uh, and the wife in terms of her role. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to share that story right now? Sure. Yeah. Well, I'll just uh, give a little preamble, and that yeah. is that you know when we just what we just read in the Genesis account. Yeah. You know when after they had eaten the fruit. Yeah. Um, you know, God came calling to Adam. Yeah. Right. He's looking for Adam. He doesn't. Look, he's not looking for Eve. He's looking for Adam. That's right. And uh, we had an incident one time. It was many years ago when our kids were little and we were heading out for a date night. And I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> a meal I didn't have to cook and and just to get some time away with you. And, and we're driving there <clears throat> to the restaurant. And um, we're in the left-hand turn lane at a light. And uh, we're the second car in the line. And the light, the arrow turns green. Get, you get the left-hand turn arrow, and the guy in front of us does nothing. Yeah. He's just sitting there. Yeah. And I was so impetuous and so uh, impatient. Um, I'm in the passenger seat, and I reached over and beeped at the guy. And um, it, yeah. got, it got him to go, but it also got... <laughs> You, you beeped the horn, right? I you reached the, over. I reached over and beeped the horn. Yeah. Yes. I beeped the horn at the guy in front of us. And, um, you know, he, he he moved, but, you know, the look I got from you, uh, it was actually a little more than a look. You said, what are you doing? And I just was like, I have no idea. I, I wasn't thinking about it. I just impetuously mm-hmm. beeped the horn. Um and it was fine. We went on our way. Yeah. But the thing was, I never forgot that. Yeah. And I thought about it later that when you look at it, we're in this car, right? We're a unit. Yeah. Two of us in one vehicle. And on the outside, we look like just this one vehicle. And if anybody's looking to see who the jerk is who beat the horn, who's so impatient, it would have been you. That's right. Even though it wasn't you. And it was it was me who did it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're in the driver's seat, so it's going to look like you did it. <laughs> My bad. 
<laughs> yeah, right. It did look like you had done it. Yeah. Um, and so it made me realize uh, the importance mm-hmm. of that what I do within the confines of that unit, say yeah. the car unit, yeah. or the analogy is the marriage unit. Yeah. Um, the importance of what I am doing in the marriage unit is going to reflect so strongly on you because you're the one in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. And uh, and especially when you look at this example in Genesis, you know, who did God, who was God, who did God come to and say, who beeped that horn? Yeah. It's Alan, why were you beeping the horn? Right. No, but you know, it's the same thing. It's where he is, he is coming and saying, Adam, what's going on? And so it gave me a sense of responsibility mm-hmm. that I need to be not impetuous in the in the passenger seat, but also of um, a realization of the responsibility that you carry yeah. for what's going on in the car. Great. Well, that was a wonderful illustration, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, anyway, we're continuing here. Uh, another aspect about this majesty of marriage is that it has a purifying effect. In Ephesians chapter 5, where it says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And look at this, the purpose, to make her holy, Mm -hmm. cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church. Um, God's committed to this, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When, When the husband and the wife are walking in obedience to the gospel, in obedience... They're committed to it, basically. They're just committed to doing that. What happens is there's this purifying effect that occurs in the marriage. And and from, from God's standpoint, that's what he's doing. He's, he's committed, um, just like Christ is committed, to present us, mm-hmm. his body, holy and blameless to God. Um, he's committed to do that in marriages, you know. That as we grow together, as we follow, as we do what the Bible says... There's this purifying effect. Another thing is that it's transformative. Mm. Marriage is transformative. There's, I, I don't know any other vehicle, any other relationship that will help you transform into the person God intended you to be, mm-hmm. like marriage. Yeah. I just don't know any other. Yeah. Right? It's, it humbles you. Oh, yeah. It, uh, there's a whole lot of things that yeah. you see about yourself in marriage where you, you break away from being a selfish person, mm-hmm. right? If you're single, and all of a sudden you have to deny your own rights. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to bow to to what God is telling you to do. So, right, right. so it is transformative in mm-hmm. that aspect. And the Holy Spirit is also working to do that in us. And then the other aspect, aspect too, is that uh, this amazing majesty of marriage is that it's meant to be replicatable. Mm, yeah. It's meant to be replicatable. And again, in Ephesians 5, for this reason, a man will leave, okay, leave mm-hmm. his father and mother and be united to his wife, and right. the two will become one flesh. This idea of leaving and cleaving. Right. Right? Forming a new family. Forming a new family is one of the amazing aspects. Mm-hmm. And we know from Malachi... Chapter 2, right? Mm-hmm. And verse 15, Has not the Lord made them one 
in flesh and spirit they are his. And why has he made them one? Right. Because he was seeking godly offspring. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Because he was seeking godly offspring. Right. So he's meant it to be replicatable so right. that it's handed down. This picture is handed down to the generations after. Exactly. And, and that's why we pray for our kids. Yeah. Right? And that's why we try to model things well. Yes. Because we are going to hand something down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. We're going to hand something down. We're going to hand something down. Uh, and hope it's the it's yeah, the you real. Want it, you want it to be the good stuff. The good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Blunt the harvest of our sins, right? Mm-hmm. Right. We want God to blunt the harvest of our sins, but to amplify those things that he's accomplishing through us mm-hmm. for his glory. So I hope with all that, you have just been inspired about this mm-hmm. whole um, this whole arrangement, this whole phenomenon of marriage. Um, we want to have a high view of marriage. Absolutely. Because God does. God has a high view of yeah. marriage. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And high goals. He has high goals and aspirations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we should as well. We should esteem marriage. Mm-hmm. We should not denigrate it. It's not something to be loathed, something to be um, despised. Right. You know, as we see in the world, there's a lot of conjecture and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of poking fun at marriage. But marriage is a very noble thing, yeah. very powerful thing mm-hmm. that God has intended to bring about his glory generation after generation after generation. And so we're praying that your marriage is doing well, if mm-hmm. you're married, mm-hmm. if you're uh, looking to get married or you're in a relationship now, we're praying again that you set the right foundation for that. Uh, and we're praying that God will be glorified in your relationships, bottom in, line. Indeed. In Amen. Ma- and, and that you will realize the majesty and mystery of marriage mm-hmm. in your lives. We pray this for you and for you guys. Well, it's been a wonderful time. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, next time, hopefully, we will... I deal with um, questions surrounding challenging situations in marriage. That's what we'll deal with the next time uh, you will hear from us. So, mm-hmm. again, we want to uh, ask you if you have any questions, just to you know, go to the uh, Instagram page, Solid Love Eighty Nine. That's the handle, and you know, direct message us through that, and let us know if you have any questions that you would like us to cover. God bless you all. God bless. Bye bye.